Arg, Grog. Hey everyone, welcome to the Silashed Podcast. I'm Matthew Weir. I'm joined just by Kerry Warbis this week. More about that in a minute. Uh, just as we were about to come on air, we discovered some very sad news that Owen Kiffin, also known as Pipsweek on Twitter, who was a longtime supporter and patron of the Silashed, has passed away. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, we were a little bit knocked sideways by that. He's someone that we've had a lot of contact with. Yeah. Um, got plenty of DM slides from him. Always very amusing. He was, yeah, well, I won't get into what we were talking about, but he was, he was really <laughs> good fun. And mm. uh, he had a surprising knowledge of the Beastie Boys back catalogue, which, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Kerry. Yeah. What a lovely, lovely man. I'm honestly so shocked by this. He was so helpful too. Always very cheeky and funny. And, you know, he was very generous. He helped me with a tap problem that I had he didn't charge me anything was very thorough and brilliant and I I'm stunned by that and I know loads of our listeners will know him and his funny funny tweets and silly observations and having clumsy accidents about his um narrow boat or whatever it is uh, the right term I'm not sure but oh yeah what a shame and cheers to lovely Owen I raised my glass to you. Yeah, me too. And lots of love and thoughts with his family as well. So mm. I know he did. He messaged me quite a little while back because his son was considering Portugal for a honeymoon mm. and he was asking for tips and stuff like that. But yeah. Anyway, wasn't yeah, that was a bit of a bummer, um, to put it mildly. So, you know, rest in power, big fella. And yes. um, we're going to pick ourselves up and try and get on with the podcast. There is an elephant in the room we should deal with, Kerry. Uh, Peter is not here. Mm. Now, Peter this week put out a tweet that was from his personal account, wasn't Cider Shed related, in which he praised Adam in this week's episodes of The Archers. Now, Kerry and I would like to distance ourselves from these comments. And um, as a result of him refusing to apologise, Peter has stepped down from the cider shed and gary lineker is standing in for him <laughs> yes obviously no the fickling house has been struck down by lurgy um <laughs> peter hasn't stepped down and that was a topical gag based on something that is happening in the news right now and i'm not going to labor it here um mm. but if you want to know how i feel i've certainly got you can look at, at mr weir on twitter and see how i feel about it all um but anyway let's get on We'll have an ad, and then we'll talk about this soap opera, which is made by those craven c***s, the BBC. Way. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
So, Kerry, I was all set anyway, mm. and I'm going to I'm going to turn it into a verb to fickling the shit out of this week. <laughs> and <laughs> Peter's not here, so you know I will do that. I I just thought it was an absolute hot mess of a week. I just could not. I felt like I was trying to pin down an eel in my kitchen. It was driving oh. me nuts. I quite enjoyed some of it. I like. Lo- I particularly liked the massive window storyline observation <laughs> window <laughs> cannot wait to chat with you about that matthew uh freddie what a god i love him more and more as the weeks progress he's my new hero uh he brings vibrancy and color to all the scenes he's in and more of freddie i say uh, which what was the hot mess things was it the mess of clothing on the floor well that to start with I just felt the whole thing was quite disjointed. You know, sometimes you get a week where you think mm. they've just thrown a bunch of old storylines that were lying around on the floor <laughs> pre-pandemic and they're like, let's get this out of the way. I mean, the window thing. All right. I mm. mean, yeah, we'll come to that. Let's start with Ben and Josh. Yeah. Uh, the week started with them on their way up to Hayden Wood. Yeah. It's never occurred to Ben at any point that rent needed to be paid in the apartment that he agreed to rent a room from his brother. I know he's had his problems, Mm. but I thought that was a little odd that he just suddenly went, oh, my God, you've been paying the rent for two months. Yeah, it hasn't occurred to me. He did say how selfish of me and stuff, didn't he? He didn't offer to bloody pay it, like. Not that I noticed, did he? No, he didn't. Oh, I don't know. I think Josh sort of said, oh, it's all right. I've got it. I've taken care of it. Josh was really nice to Ben this week on several different occasions in relation to supporting him with his mental health wasn't he he helped him when he had a bit of a wobble about stuff and he had to do his um breathing exercises and five things he can see hear and touch all of a sudden yeah (laughs) I did wonder where that was gonna go he did touch Josh didn't he yeah I mean just say what you said before we started the recording (laughs) I thought it was gonna touch his knob (laughs) <laughs> there you go there's our level we're there um oh, yeah <laughs> was, it was just ripe for i was thinking what's he gonna say next you know five things i can see and the, and whenever they, when they did the five things you can hear they really ramped up the sound of the birds and ramped up Bess's panting Bess's panting always kind of sets me off a bit i beg your pardon well it's always <laughs> There was one episode I think Peter suggested. It was a scene between <laughs> Beth, Ben, mm. and and they were sat at the riverbank and Beth was there. And Peter's suggestion was that um, <laughs> Beth was giving Ben a bit of light relief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed that Brian sounds a bit like Beth at the moment? He's quite breathless, isn't he? Yeah. What are they setting up there? He's not. He's not going to cark it, is he? I do hope not. No, I know. I'm sorry. People keep bringing in beef stew and dumpling pizzas and stuff, don't they? He's being fed like a king, isn't he? Yeah. No wonder he can't breathe. He's surrounded (laughs) by piles of clothes. He can't move. And he's full of pizzas with different toppings on. Ben and Josh were praising the dead person prune pie as well. Yes. Wake food chat happened. They they were loving it. Oh, it was weird how they said, um, oh, I wouldn't put it past Gran to do something similar. So I was thinking, is Jill cooking her funeral foods already? Um, And what are they? This massive lemon drizzle cake that she sort of just climbs into and carks like a coffin of drizzle. 
<laughs> if she gets wind of what happened at the funeral, I presume she was there. Mm. She will want to cater it herself, won't she? Maybe that'll become a thing. Yeah, to outdo Jennifer's offerings, probably. When they were packing up at the stables mm. and Josh said to Ben, we had some fun times here, didn't we? And I was like, hang on. Like, they only just moved in. <laughs> uh, ben got Chelsea pregnant, then... <laughs> had a massive breakdown. He kicked <laughs> his weeping girlfriend out of the house and then started smashing the place up and then yeah. Ruth had to come in and hug him. And then Vince came around trying to kick the door down, trying to kill him. When did was there ever a good time? In Ambridge, that is f***ing hilarious. That is fun. <laughs> Relative okay. to everything else that goes on there. This is like fun bags. I think he was just trying to, he's trying to bond with him and be supportive. They've had their moments in the past where they haven't been close. And this week he was properly trying hard because there was another thing he said about, um, oh, don't you be looking at that Facebook group about the electric charging station, Ben, it'll be bad for your mental health. And I was like, it's not the only Facebook group that's bad for your mental health. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> he's going to keep an eye on him for on it for him to keep him sane and i was thinking can he look at the archers facebook group as well <laughs> even kicked off a bit on the um on the cider shed one a little bit but it seems to have settled down again now josh is a past master of this isn't he because he had that mm. situation where rex burnt brookfield barn on facebook mm. not literally he didn't burn it down <laughs> he burnt it on social media he wrote oh, yeah. a really shitty review and said that didn't he actually say that the roof had been reconstructed by slave labour? He did. I love Rex. I was totally team Rex in all of that. I know. Yeah. I wish there was more Rex. Oh, they've got a really small amount of, I saw Kerry Davis talking about this on Twitter, of characters that they're able to use, haven't they? It's been shrunk recently. It's something like six per episode, which makes note-taking easier, I have to say. Kate and Lillian did discuss how small Peggy looked after... The news of Jennifer. They shrunk her as well. They shrunk her. (laughs) Everyone shrunk. You have to view them through a massive magnifying glass window. (laughs) If you're not careful, you might tread on the tread on the cast as you arrive at the. uh, Honey, I shrunk Ambridge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he was saying um, he was making the point about um, the. Forgotten. (laughs) It was linked to another point about the BBC license fee and the Tories basically sort of shitting on everyone. Well, he was going on about the egg business. No, I meant Kerry Davis. <laughs> oh, Kerry Davis. Okay. I thought you yeah, were talking about the, Josh. Just that they're restricted by, you know, because of the lack of funding of the BBC. Anyway, you don't like the BBC this week, so we'll steer away from that. Um, I think I was in charge of Cider Shed Twitter on Sunday night when Josh was complaining about the egg business. Oh, that was my birthday. You definitely were. Yes. Yeah. I put out a tweet. Um, related to that. Didn't Therese Coffey claim the UK egg business was fine last week? It's almost as if she's a f***ing clueless wanker. (laughs) Yes. Funny that, isn't it? Doing well at the minute, the Tories, aren't they? So Lily's moving in. Yes. She's trying to detach herself from Freddie, wants a fresh start. This is all linked with her having taken quite a bit of time to get over the Russ thing. I was rather enjoying her being worried about telling her mother about moving out and just loved that Lizzie went, yeah, okay, that's fine. And then she was worried about telling Freddie, well, 
mainly because she didn't want Freddie to follow her. But he wasn't that bothered either, really, was he? He just made the point that he's carrying things at Lower Loxley for her. So nothing much will change for him. Because she talked about post-Rust and pre-Rust, didn't she? Is that how we measure time now? I know that's how I've been measuring time. Um, (laughs) What did you think of her rigid social calendar now that she's going to be moving in? That you've got to have a film week every a film night every week. You've got to ha- share a takeaway, and there was another thing as well. What was it? Parties, basically, was. Yeah, and she wants she has to have an invite if Josh goes clubbing. Oh, that was it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you just know there's a multicolored fluorescent pen cleaning rotor going up on that fridge within an hour <laughs> of her moving in. Yeah, really spontaneous, love. Oh, blimey. Let's have fun as long as as it's the most organised and orchestrated fun ever. She'll label things in in the fridge and stuff, won't she? My margarine. (laughs) A guy wrote a very good piece about what happens in like student life for Vice a few years ago and it, he he detailed like a girl that used to leave notes and I think it was heart-shaped post-its that she would oh, leave yeah. in very the fridge Oh yeah, very passive-aggressive. Who took this? And <laughs> in the end, I think she got a, a miniature fridge for her bedroom and oh, then he just went into this like fan fiction where he detailed how, how her grade slip, she goes mad <laughs> because the, <laughs> the fridge keeps very poesque. The fridge just keeps her awake at night. I'll try and find it. It's very funny. I think the last line is, she can't sleep. Her grades are slipping. She's crying to her mum on the phone. They're taking my eggs, mum. You take another (laughs) egg. Oh, silly cow. I mean, she's not going to fare well in life, is she, really? No. Well, Lily or that fridge lady. Well, Lily, what does Lily do now? Forgive me. Because she talked about selling kitchens in the past tense, didn't she? She seemed to because she said, oh, I can pay the rent up front. Money's no issue. Bonuses used to pay well or something, wasn't it? Did she lose her job in Jazzergate? Or is she just saying her bonuses in the past have been good? I'm not sure. We we didn't hear her lose her job, that she'd lost her job, did we? No, she got a telling off. And I think Jazzer lost his job, didn't he? Because he just went round like bribing people with a pint in order to book a viewing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, when you think about it now, in retrospect, sounds quite funny at the time. It was really bad, wasn't it? Um, (laughs) Which reminds me of someone today said um, about listening to Adam was was awful. I said, oh, honestly, try it on 1.25 times speed. It's actually marginally okay. And so other people have said they're going to listen to the whole thing on that. (laughs) <laughs> I, li- I listened to it on one episode on 1.5. Yeah, Adam kind of speaks at a normal rate in that, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't do 1.5. I did 1.25. I might try. Yeah, Adam is the only one that sounds normal if you listen mm. on 1.5. The others just sound like, I don't know, the clangers. <laughs> oh, I'd listen to that, to be honest. What did you make of him this week? I know I teased the fact that Peter praised him. Obviously, he didn't. But, um... There was some very bad stuff, wasn't there? <laughs> I'm sorry, but there was, there was, there was. He is the inspiration for the cheese oh, window. Yes. This I, what was it? Didn't Susan say, this idea came from your edible forest? I was like, that sounds really yeah. bad. Susan. His hairy anus. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, as Ian calls it. Yeah. <laughs> or I sure do. I can't do his accent. Go on, um, go on, Ken. No, I, I can't. Go on. No, no, no. No, I can't. It's terrible. You just have to say, hi, now, Brian Kai. I know, Brian Kai. That I can't. Um, yeah, he was kind of 
Oh, absolutely, Kate. It would be such a waste to walk away from it now. <laughs> About spiritual home. We got a review mentioning that this, this oh, week. Oh, God. Anyway, we'll come to that later. We did there indeed. There was that bit at the end where he said to Susan, Oh, my God. Yeah. There are things I want to know, like <laughs> how to deliver a normal sentence. <laughs> It's so bad. Oh, oh, bloody hell. I cannot get over how he still does this and no mention to him to change it. It's hilarious. And he, and obviously there's big scenes coming up for him, aren't there, in the future? God forfend. Because he's going to find his bloody father. I, th- I tweeted today, um, I really, really hope that Adam finds his father really quickly, hates him immediately, and we move on to a much lighter storyline about Paul having a right laugh about something or Joy buying an electric car <laughs> or Jim going on Mastermind or something, anything, just get us away from Adam finding his paddy daddy. I did have to go away and think about whether he was still alive and he is, according to Archer lore. Yeah, so he is findable. Ah, so, but whether oh we get that scene or not, I like the way Ian offered to read the note because it would be in Paddy's voice. <laughs> Yeah, because he's an Ulster man, isn't he? Yeah, a cow man and an Ulster man. Yeah, and it's better than listening to Adam read it. <laughs> he, he threw a massive hissy fit, threw it in the bin. You just oh. knew that that wasn't going to last. And then went, I'm feeling different about it today. You won't notice. I've got to tell <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. They said, yeah, I said earlier in the week, he said, well, Brian's changed his opinion. Now he can see I'm upset. I'm like, well, how has he seen that? <laughs> Oh, it's sort of brutal. Wet, wet patches on his T-shirt or something. <laughs> a, he also said that this whole note thing was taking up too much headspace. I was like, that doesn't sound like a tough ask, mate. No, his headspace is very small, like a thimble. <laughs> okay, well, I think um, I think we've um, we've covered Adam. Oh, but the clothes thing. Go on. You know, can I just say, would you sort through clothes, piles and piles of clothes? I mean, Jennifer was clearly either some sort of hoarder person or like Imelda Marcos or both. <laughs> and would you look through a dead person's clothes with such a forensic inspection? I understand objects, you know, ornaments, maybe books, maybe. But clothing, I mean, I it almost got to the point where I thought, look, are Adam and Ian going to want to start f- wearing this stuff soon or what i did <laughs> think that i did have a vision of adam getting all yeah. dolled up in it <laughs> sort of appearing like et with all them <laughs> <laughs> sort of waddling across the green um <laughs> et go home um <laughs> but i just Phone the soil supplier. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Obviously, like they keep finding stuff when they're delving into the like teeth, for example. That was nice. Has Brian gone too soon here with wanting to get rid of everything? This whole thing about how people deal with it. Brian has suddenly gone. He wants all the clothes out of the house. I mean, he came home after the funeral and said, you're here with me. I wonder if Jenny has just basically said, get rid of the clothes, Brian, will you? (laughs) Yeah. Someone said this week, oh, Brian is like that. He likes to just sort of deal with something bish bash bosh. Oh, is that his lovemaking style? I don't know. But he he does seem to be someone, he just wants it done and dusted, doesn't it? See it 
say it sorted. Oh, actually, I heard that on the tube the other day and thought it sounded a bit like Freddy, the see it, say it, sorted. Oh, I'm unaware of this. What's this? You know, if you see anything suspicious, there's this announcement over the tannoy. Oh, I thought you were talking about Ben's therapy trick again. (laughs) Yeah. See five things, say five things. Sort three things in this box of toys and clothing, would you? Actually, that would help. I don't know. I don't know why you would sort loads of clothes out. And like silk scarves with sunset patterns on sound quite hideous. Least surprising moment of the week for me. Mm. All of them were bloody prefects. Oh, yes. That's my badge. Ugh. The little bootlickers of tomorrow. Yeah. Of today in our ears, really. As if going to school isn't enough. Like, you know, you have to go around trying to lord it over people while you're there. I, I have got a prefect badge, but I wasn't a prefect. I stole it from a prefect and wore it on my tie. Ah, <laughs> oh, I've got a prefect story. I was made a prefect and I handed my badge back. Oh, like I, Beatles with the, o, the OBE. Yeah, I didn't want to be bossing people around in the corridors about how long their socks were. So I, sh- yeah, exactly. I shoved it to the man. Good for you, Kerry. Yeah. But not this shower of shit. They no. lapped it up. I liked how Kate chopped savagely her doll's hair off and put permanent marker makeup on (laughs) wasn't there some anecdote about how brian had stamped on adam's toy car or something oh yeah he knew the dent on the offside wing that was thrown at him across the room wasn't it (laughs) onto his dense head yeah that jenny list thing was funny wasn't it like oh look in a pocket they found two lists didn't they of um jennifer had written out what every which items belong to which child and then someone cracked the gag of who's going to own the list though alice that whole clothes thing that was about as much fun as watching cheese being made in the rain The massive window. Listen, if this window is stained glass, will Clary and Susan sort of look a bit diseased through all the multicolours? <laughs> they might look like that anyway. I like the bit where they said, you know, <laughs> like, chim- like chimpanzees. Yes. What if they bang on the window? We like creatures in the zoo. <laughs> well, you can if you like. If that's, you know, Is that how you normally work? Like throwing bits of cheddar around? each other i quite like that scene though because helen like clary and susan started off by going what people will be watching what we're doing all the time (laughs) um well for one thing who's gonna go to see that that's another whole other question but helen was breezily just oblivious to the fact that they might not like this was just going oh i'm surprised you don't like that idea I thought you'd love showing the journey of the cheese to the whole world. Yeah, and just why wouldn't you run it past your employees before saying, I've got a builder in measuring up? She did also say that um, builders were hard to find right now. I was thinking, bloody Philip Moss. (laughs) Where is he he when you need him? This one recommended by Lillian is bound to be shit, isn't he? Don't you think? He's, He's like a job as been pulled from him Lillian as she does speak highly of him maybe he maybe he did the kitchen I don't know but he's available and he said he can knock this up in two days yeah I I reckon we're gonna have like a roof collapse disaster and all of these people watching the cheese (laughs) are gonna be maimed I hope so it's gonna be be it's gonna be like Grey Gables times 10 yeah and Tony was in reveries about this. 
Oh, I'd love a sort of shelter canopy thing made of corrugated iron, quite rustic with oak beams. Right. So if it's raining, have you ever heard corrugated iron when it's raining? Bloody deafening. So you'd be stood there and you'd be Susan trying to shout over the noise going, well, what we're doing now is no, no one wants to see this. I mean, I love beer. I don't want to see it being made. I reckon they should be on TikTok, you know, like Susan's clearly grasping the microphone here and won't be doing any work whatsoever. So it'll just be Susan rapping to the people looking through the stained glass window whilst Clary's in the background sweating her arse off, making (laughs) everything, getting a right hump on. Helen completely pandered to Susan's ego. Oh, she did. Yeah. She was in lockstep with Clary at first. Yeah. And then she went, well, you know, because you're a public figure. Mm. Is that because her radio show was pure cheese as well? Oh, yeah. I don't think she will. It's going to go wrong, this, somehow. And also, where's Helen getting this money from? Oh, it won't cost too much. You're knocking down a whole wall from one side of your dairy, shutting down the business for quite a while. Well, two days, but it's not going to be two days. Building this Tudor beef and corrugated iron shelter place. No fucker's going to come to it, probably, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing you're getting an ISA to go to America. What? Has she just lost all economic sense? She's getting financial advice from her new Welsh sister-in-law. Oh, is she? <laughs> She's probably got this spread out over 37 credit cards. <laughs> I liked Peter made a comment in our WhatsApp group, didn't he, about he was loving this sort of Amsterdamization. <laughs> The cheese business, where you're pressed up against a glass window watching two women working. So, it, it, yeah, like there is potential for Amsterdam, isn't there? Oh, yeah, there you go. They're not going to make it a failure on the show, are they? They're going to say that it's going really well. We'll we'll have one scene. It's like the pizza van, isn't it? There's much more that could be done. With mm. the Adam and Ian driving around in a pizza van, and they just yes. haven't done it. So I do. I think we might get some very awkward scenes with the window and Susan on mic, and then like Clary going, "Oh my god, come here!" And they're like, like all the f- curds and whey are bubbling over. Frothing over. <laughs> yeah. Would you get off that fucking microphone and come over here and put some blueberries in this tub? <laughs> I mean, I would. I would go on that tour. You know, it's, like, it's like yeah it's like what you know when you used to come home from the pub and watch the word the only reason you watched it is because yeah. you knew that absolute chaos was going to yeah. unfold before your very eyes and helen will be gliding around going everybody okay really oblivious <laughs> to the carnage she's causing yeah. this is also, all going so well isn't it yes um yeah she'll be in america half the time anyway um <laughs> With Tony probably having to deal with it all. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. About um, the pizza business. Why was Ian buying his pizza supplies in the local village shop? (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't have a supplier. Yeah, go to a cash cash and carry or, you know, organic. I suppose he's artisan, isn't it? And all that stuff it wouldn't what's what was he getting in there for his catering for the office party well i mean if justin got hold of him he'd be producing <laughs> a deconstructed blueberry bacon brussels sprout goat's cheese and double a battery pizza man-sized tissues on top. <laughs> man-sized. <laughs>
Okay, Kerry, mm. have you ever gone for deep tissue massage? No, I'm not a fan of that kind of thing, really. Although I would put a big observation window in if Brian was having that at Spiritual Home. I thought deep tissue massage is when Justin comes up behind you in the village shop and starts rubbing you on the shoulders <laughs> trying to get you to buy an industrial-sized pack of tissues. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can go for that, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Brian and Kate this week, she was wondering, I liked how she wondered whether Brian boosting her thoughts on running with spiritual home for five more years, whether he, he she was thinking he had ulterior motives to do that so that she'd stay away from home farm, didn't she? So she was yep. a bit like, oh, does he really mean that? And then he did do the massage thing. He seemed to be very genuinely saying that was amazing and you've got a calling for this. I mean, he could be really, really over-egging the acting. He could be going Daniel Day-Lewis here and just... Just to get her to keep the place running. Yeah, yeah. yeah that did occur to me, yeah. But, you know, his poor neck in that armchair where Jennifer used to wake him up to send him up to bed. It made it all the more poignant that he fell asleep at Roy and Kirsty's when they were being hideous about him. Yeah. Exactly. Um, just a quick thing. Mm. I'm still really into this idea that Justin's behind the electric charging point. And the fact now that he, he mm. is working in the shop, as Susan said, he hasn't completely done a runner. The fact that him and Jim formed this unlikely partnership, that Jim is front and centre of the anti-charging yes. station movement. Are they heading <gasps> for a big clash if it turns out to be him? That would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? I trusted you. You said that about Susan last week, didn't you? Where she'd go, I trusted you. Yes, probably. So they'll it's all just... be shouting, I trusted you, at Justin. I did love Helen's very wise comments about the electric vehicle thing, that it would bring more traffic to the village. Well, other than Ardil's one electric car that's there at the moment. I, I'm suspicious. I think Eddie might have had the li limo converted because Susan said that Eddie was very excited about it all. So maybe the <laughs> limo is electric as well now. Not sure what, how much of a job that would be. Leonard could probably do it in an afternoon. Yeah. He's converting oh, all vehicles in the village and county, Leonard is, from diesel and petrol to electrification. Uh, but the website did call it forward thinking, so I reckon it's fine. Have you ever wandered around a stately home and complained about a painting? Think hard. I have wandered around many a stately home and gallery and so forth. No, I haven't. What's the playbook here? Because they seem this story seems three years out of date to me. I mean, mm. if they run this story when Edward Colston's statue was getting dumped in the river yeah. in Bristol and you had all the statue shaggers going nuts about it, then you've got like a hot topic. But I feel that mm. we've got, they're trying to present two sides of the argument, aren't they? Nolatando yeah. is just kind of being like, well, yeah, it's a stately home. Of course, it's well dodgy and like yeah. funded, funded on very dubious causes. And Fred is, yeah, he's playing the part of what people would brand as being, you know, sensitive snowflake, all these accusations that people throw around. And then you've got Elizabeth coming in and going, no, you can't hide from history. You need to confront mm. it. Yeah. I liked it. Nolatando was there at the end of his little tour. When was it? On Monday? Mm. And she went, um, it's not so much a comment. It's more <laughs> of a, more of an observation, Freddie. That painting on the landing, I thought it was going to be like, what, the one of Hitler and Himmler in front of the Burning Rockstar? <laughs> 
Exactly. I know. I I enjoyed Freddy though because at least he was he was worrying about it, wanting to do something about it. Felt that what they were suggesting was not sufficient, which was to change the nameplate thing. What's it going to say? Definitely not a slave trader. Honest, Gov. <laughs> Yeah, and they're sort of like um, really badly painted over, you know, like that Jesus um, painting <laughs> where they where they did it, sort of some that kind woman, woman tried to tidy it up. In Spain, wasn't it? Yeah, they'll just hide the ship thing and make it into some sort of rubber dinghy or something like, or ferry or something. Brian Ferry. Put Brian Ferry on there instead. Yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah, he's not right wing or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Peter Bowker, oh, who I adore, he put some very terrible, funny tweets. He put um, in quotes, I found this old white sheet with a hood and eye holes in dad's old things. There's a cross on it, but it can cover the racist painting. No trouble. <laughs> and then another one, he put this burning cross outside the orangery. I suppose you're going to tell me that's racist now. <laughs> and finally... This statue of Oswald Mosley is part of Lower Loxley's history. How is it racist exactly? <laughs> so, yeah, he was enjoying the hammering home of this very valid point. Obviously, we're not laughing at all at the crux no. of this whole issue. Um, but, yeah, you're right. The timing of this is interesting, isn't it? Is it because of Nolatando's return? I think they should just raise the whole building to the ground and... The Grey Gables renovation could, should just spread across. Don't know how far apart they are. Maybe by tunnel or something. And then they should have another new development there and erase Lily, Freddie and Lizzie. Not Freddie. We can keep Freddie, can't we? Oh, we can. Yeah. No, from their homes, I meant. Oh, um, what course did Elizabeth go on, by the way? Oh, is this a test? No, she, did... she didn't say. Oh. She went off on a course. And we have literally no idea what she's doing. It might have been assertiveness because she came back and went, you should not remove this painting. I gave strict orders, Freddie. Maybe it's a course on how to run your first electric charging station. <laughs> and retail units. <laughs> We need to know, don't we? I mean, I, I, I've almost given up on 60% of lower, um, of Grey Gables. Now I just need to know who's in charge of the electric charging station. Oh, they do like sort of toying with us about need to know stuff, don't they? Bastards. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Kerry, if people want to leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, mm. um, that's something that really helps the podcast. Just go over there and pen a lovely review. It generally ends up on our Instagram page, which I'll mention in a minute. Um, mm -hmm. We've had some new reviews, right, Kerry? Yes, we have. We've had two new reviews. Thank you so much. 
can't express enough how much these help to boost our funny little podcast. So please, anyone who hasn't done this yet, get your finger out of your asses and write <laughs> some words. Don't care what they are, but put five stars. Um, so we have two. One is from Idiot Windblowing. Right. And they've managed to put a little emoji there of some sort of looks like tree trunks or logs at the top. And then the words say heartwarming weekly podcast dedicated to the actor Andrew Winkert and his subtle and nuanced portrayal of Adam Macy on BBC Radio's The Archers. So thank you so much for that. And the second one was perfect Saturday listening from Drago Mount Fitchett. As a Patreon, I can now listen to the CS Cider Shed on Saturday, so Archers every day. Great as usual, and happy birthday to Kerry. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you get you got a lot of um, birthday love on Instagram. Just quick mention of Patreon there. Uh, hello, yeah. Ian Bennett became a new patron of the Cider Shed. Thank you very, very much. He sent us a message saying, I can't overstate how fantastic this podcast is. I found it purely by chance, and I'm glad I did. Well, cheers, Ian. Thanks for the support. Much appreciated. As I mentioned, uh, we have an Instagram, which is at the Cider Shed pod. Um, last week or so, I think I said that we were, we'd pushed 700. I think we're mm -hmm. well on our way to 800 now. Brilliant. So that's, uh, that's flying. And our reviews often end up there as templates. Yeah. 771 followers. So as we were late bloomers there, that's great. Um, and that's the same as our Twitter, isn't it, Kerry? It is at the side shed pod on Twitter. We have 3,207 followers and increasing daily. Very proud of that. Uh, thank you very much for following us there. And finally, we have a Facebook group called The Cider Shed Podcast, where you can join up there and share all your loony observations of the week. <laughs> Football. Oh, there were some funny results, weren't there? Ooh, that wasn't the 7-0 one within, since the last podcast went out. The Liverpool yeah. Man U thing. That was a laugh, wasn't it? Uh, sorry, was. Peter Bowker. Yeah, so uh, Terry Wiggins in top spot, Hakuna Matata number two, um, Chris Charlson in third, 4 4 Poo's dropped to fourth, ironically, 4 4 Poo. Mm -hmm. um, going down the table, where are we? You're in 12th, yeah. Kerry. Yeah, we're steady there, aren't we? Yeah, I'm in 18th and um, uh, relegate the archers, Peter Fickley, <laughs> glued to the bottom of the table at uh, 24. All right, um, Kerry, let's hope by this time next week we know who owns Grey Gables. Yep, Adam will have got that daddy thing out of his way. Yeah, I mean, Pad is going to be pretty freaked out when E.T. comes waddling <laughs> over the horizon in Jennifer's clothing. <laughs> that is such a good image, isn't it? I know I made it up myself, but oh, God. And we'll know the charging station, I'm sure. So all, all will be revealed so. and solved. And Peter will be back, hopefully. Well, all he needs to do is apologise for his comments and yeah. then we can reinstate him. Yeah, Bloody hell. Who's going to present Match of the Day this week? Have you seen everyone? Well, even while we've been recording this, Mark Chapman has said he won't do it. Nigel Farage? Yeah, it's just going to... It'll be Farage and Peter Shilton, won't it? <laughs> or Matt Letizia. See you later, everyone. See you next week. See you, bye. Hang on.